Hey friends, I'm Elena Davis, your integrative health coach, and I'm so glad you're here. This is the Health Forward podcast where each week we will be talking about different things that move us forward toward a healthier and more fulfilling life. Thanks so much for listening in. Hey friends, this is episode four of the Health Forward podcast, and today I want to talk to you about cravings. Do you ever feel like your brain is sabotaging your efforts to be healthy? Do you often find yourself craving something that you know isn't good for you? Maybe even something that you know will make you feel sick or tired, but you just can't stop thinking about it. Have you ever felt like you were doing so well? You were eating so clean, whole foods, exactly the way you want. Your workouts have been perfect. And then it happens. You're driving down the interstate and bam, out of nowhere, a billboard for pizza or donuts. And it's like something in your brain changes. It's like a switch has been flipped. And now you need that food. You can't stop thinking about it. I know this has happened to me before, maybe like a couple days ago. So are cravings just a result of a lack of willpower Or is there something deeper going on? Today, I want to talk about two main reasons we get cravings and how we can actually use cravings to work for our body and for our health instead of against it. So the first reason that I want to talk about we have cravings, especially cravings for unhealthy food, is that we have a literal physical addiction to them. Scientists have long been doing research about cravings and why we get them and why they seem to hold so much power over our thoughts and behaviors. One study from the European College of Neuropsychopharmacology sheds some light on food cravings and why some people seem to struggle with them more than others. So in this study, 39 overweight people and 42 people of normal weight, this is on a BMI scale by the way, They were all given MRI scans and shown photographs of buffet-style food. People who were overweight had a far greater stimulation in the reward center of their brain than people of normal weight. So in essence, the study found that food cravings are hardwired into our brains in a way that's similar to alcohol or substance addictions. And this seems to be especially true for those who are overweight. What happens is, Foods like sugar or processed foods cause an actual opiate release in our brains. Opiates increase dopamine in the brain, which is why they're known as like feel-good chemicals, and they're highly addictive. So it's not that we just like sugar, sugary foods or junk foods. We're literally craving the chemical high that we get when we eat those foods. Also, keep in mind that the companies who sell and market these foods know exactly what they're doing. They have their own scientists and researchers who have read all the same studies, and they know the perfect wording to use and the exact way to display their product that makes it almost impossible to ignore. So just remember, the next time you're having a food craving, it's not that you're weak or that you don't have any willpower. It's just that the last time you ate that particular food, your brain got a rush of dopamine, and now it associates that food with pleasure. So it's just like anything else. Anytime we set out to change behaviors or habits, we have to actually do the work of retraining our brain. 
Now, another reason we have cravings is that our body uses cravings as a way to communicate with us about what it needs. Remember that our bodies were created intelligently with the ability to communicate and send signals to our brains and to other parts of our body in order to maintain harmony and optimal function. I mean, think about it. You can eat junk food and your body will still find a way to turn it into energy to keep you alive. You can deprive your body of sleep and it's still going to get you up the next morning. You can expose your body to chemicals and toxins and it will find a way to process it through your system so that you don't poison yourself. The body is amazing. So it only makes sense that when your body is in need of something, it figures out a way to communicate that to you. Here are a few signals your body might be trying to send you through food cravings. One, it needs more water. Dehydration can often disguise itself as hunger. Two, maybe there's an emotional imbalance or feelings that need to be dealt with. So think about it. Are you unhappy with a situation in your life or are you looking to numb your feelings with food? Maybe there's a nostalgic connection to a certain food that reminds you of something or someone from your past that you're missing a connection with. The third is that there could be a possible nutrient deficiency. It's actually very common to have a vitamin or mineral deficiency, especially if you tend to eat the same kinds of foods or if the foods you normally eat aren't the healthiest. Some of the most common nutrient deficiencies include things like calcium, This can leave you having cravings for carbonated drinks or maybe dairy. Magnesium, which can cause increased cravings for sugar and leave you feeling really anxious and exhausted. Another is omega-3s, which can often cause cravings for sweet and salty or greasy type foods. People with an omega-3 deficiency also typically struggle from having low moods and major brain fog. Another is B12, which oftentimes leaves you craving meat and, again, with a low energy. If you think you may be struggling with nutrient deficiencies, one of the best things you can do is to make sure that your diet is made up of mostly whole foods that include dark or rich colored vegetables. You can check with the EWG to see which of those should be organic. But the basic rule is that if you eat the skin or the outside, then organic is probably the safest bet. You also want to be sure to include complex carbs like root vegetables and brown rice and quinoa, clean organic meats, including all kinds of meat, beef, chicken, seafood, as long as your body tolerates those well, and then also healthy fats. So things like healthy oils would be coconut, avocado, olive oil, even ghee and grass-fed butter are great. Nuts and seeds, avocados, coconut milk are also great options. You can also take a whole food-based multivitamin, which can really go a long way to help fill in the gaps of your diet. Now, let me warn you, this typically isn't going to be your over-the-counter multivitamin you can pick up at the grocery store. Sometimes you can find great options there, but a lot of times you need to do a little bit more research and um, really make sure that what you're buying is quality and that you're not just wasting your money on something that isn't really going to be broken down well and absorbed well by your body. If the thought of that really stresses you out or overwhelms you, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram or send me an email and I'll do my best to try to steer you in the right direction on that. Another tip is to make sure that you have good gut health 
so that your body can actually absorb the nutrients from the food you're eating or from the multivitamin that you're taking. I have a whole episode about that coming up soon, so we'll get more into that later. So as you can see, there is both a physiological component and an emotional component to why we get cravings. So the next time you find yourself with a craving, treat it as a signal from your body and try these tips before rushing in to indulge or before beating yourself up and thinking that you just have no willpower. So one, drink a glass of water and then wait about 10 minutes. So this helps if you are dehydrated, that's going to take care of that. But also if there's an emotional component going on, waiting that little bit of time sometimes is enough to help us evaluate what's going on and then make a better decision on whether the thing we're craving is worth it or not. Secondly, consider if something is out of balance. So like I just mentioned, maybe there's an emotional component. Maybe there's something you need to express, or maybe there's feelings that you're repressing and you need to talk about. Are you trying to just numb your feelings? Or maybe it's a celebration and it's a great thing and you're wanting to use the food to treat yourself. That's not necessarily bad, but it's just always a good idea to be intentional with your decisions of what you're putting in your body. And then also to make sure that there's not maybe a better choice or maybe you're not choosing to celebrate with something that's going to leave you feeling terrible tomorrow. So on that note, another idea is to eat a healthier version of the thing you're craving. So for example, if you're craving something sweet, try to satisfy that with maybe fruit or with a treat, so to speak, that's made of better ingredients, of ingredients that you can trust, that you know aren't full of a bunch of inflammatory type foods like inflammatory oils or flowers or something like that. There are places that have clean versions of like bakery items, for example, and so that would be a really good option. Also, if you think you have a nutrient deficiency like we were just talking about, get your levels checked and then try to start implementing some of the things I mentioned before. And ultimately, we're all going to have times when we just want that food that we're craving. We've tried the other things. It's not getting it. And so just eat the food that you're craving and enjoy it. Like take the time to really savor it, to taste it. And to really think about if that food is worth it to you or not. Maybe it is. I know that there's some things for my family that we like to do. Like maybe it's getting ice cream on Saturday nights in the summer. And it's not just about the ice cream. It's about the experience and making the memory. And it's not something we do every single night. There's a big difference between doing something once a week or doing something with intention rather than sitting down on the couch at 9 o'clock watching TV and eating a bowl of ice cream just because or because you're sad or you're lonely or some other emotion is driving that decision. So those are very different things and you get to decide if the thing you're doing is worth it to you and it's something that you want to keep doing and if it is, awesome. But instead, it's an intentional decision and not something you're going to look back on and regret or wish that you would have done differently. I hope these tips have helped you to feel encouraged knowing that this is something that everyone struggles with for different reasons and has given you a few ideas for ways that you can listen to your body instead of feeling like your body's trying to sabotage you. 
As always, if you have questions or feel like you need some additional support, feel free to reach out. I would love to chat and see if there's any way that we could work together to help you in this area. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week and we'll see you back here next time on the Health Forward Podcast. Please remember that the content in this episode is not to be considered as medical advice and is only intended as general health information. Thanks so much for listening in today. See you back here next week for another episode of the Health Forward Podcast.